Hey folks, welcome back to the podcast. In today's Flashpoint, I'm catching up with Candice Miller from Skills for Justice. For those of you who don't know, Skills for Justice are the proud member of CPD organizations, continued professional development, and they are committed to the provision of high-quality certified CPD. Candice is going to be a future guest on the podcast, so it was super exciting to get that chance to catch up with them. A unique little twist for Skills for Justice is that they are a not-for-profit organization committed to developing and improving sustainable workforces across the UK, from the justice section to the fire and rescue to local government and our armed forces. So they play a massive role in upskilling us. You've got to be that relentless student. Anybody that's been listening to the podcast will know that is so up my street. So it was great to catch up with Candice. So I hope you enjoyed today's Flashpoint. Be sure to look out for other ones coming up soon. And a word to the wise, today's Flashpoint was brought to you by William Wood Watches, the makers of those beautiful fire service watches, the company with the vision to create beautifully crafted British luxury watches made from upcycled firefighting equipment. After today's Flashpoint, be sure to jump on over and check them out. WilliamWoodWatches.com Candice, welcome back to the Emergency Services Show, Thank first you. and foremost. Pretty crazy coming back after sort of 18 months. Yeah. What's, I know you guys haven't been sitting on your hands though. You, know, you guys and girls seeing you there, but even from the reflections of my own service, yeah. Skills for Justice, I felt like it was a thing 10 years ago, and sure. I know you're going to come on in a future episode, but it seems to be gaining momentum, and it's more and more of a presence of our professional and personal development in the workplace. Definitely. So what, what's the team been up to in this time? So, I mean, a lot. I mean, one of the, the things that we do, we've, we've got a membership offer, and we're launching, and have just launched, actually, a new membership uh, offer. To, it's all about bringing people together for networking, to explore best practice, to just really talk about what matters in learning and development for not just firefighters, but the whole of the emergency services world. Oh. Uh, and also on SFJ Awards, we've been continuing to deliver endpoint assessments okay. for a whole range of apprenticeship standards and indeed qualifications over this past year, including moving to an almost total digital world. <laughs> now that is a, is a scary... Some people, when they hear the word digital, yeah. combined with personal development, yeah. they can get petrified sure. about you know, death by PowerPoint, online no, stuff. but. No. You seem to have come up with a much more interactive of way of doing it. So yeah. what's been new on that so, front now? Well, really what we do is it's all about the assessment process because okay. SFJ Awards and Skills for Justice don't do direct training. What's the difference? Sorry to so, talk yeah, to you there. Yeah, sure. So well, they're two, actually, they literally are two separate organizations. Okay. They're part of the same group. Okay. So SFJ and the SFJ Awards stands originally stood for Skills for Justice Awards. But when we were working with people in uh, the health sector and they were saying, doesn't make a lot of sense Why? skills for justice in the health sector so we just changed was it, it. just the name that didn't like the, the, just, the just, the just, the just, just the name okay so we changed the name and the name is now sfj awards which from their perspective and i'm not going to say all of this on the podcast, <laughs> no, okay, it's fine. But from their, their perspective stands for skills for flexibility for jobs and they can live with that so we do a that national works. volunteer certificate in the health sector for okay. example under sfj awards yeah. Uh, but we're all part of the same group. So yeah. I'm part of the group team, yeah. uh, which includes uh, Skills for Health yeah. and Skills for Justice and SFJ Awards. Yeah. Wasn't there a fact that historically I felt like people would gain qualifications in the emergency services, but there was a frustration that they weren't recognized yeah. externally? I, yeah. I feel like if I'm hearing you correctly yeah. and if my interpretation of, of Skills for Justice is right, these are now industry recognized qualifications yeah, when you actually yeah. if anybody should leave to the leave emergency services hope they wouldn't but yeah they, these are recognizable skills it's they not are, like you can yeah. spend a decade in the fire service or yeah. two decades and come out and have no actual 
tangible qualification in anything. Absolutely. And I mean, that's really, as a regulated awarding organisation, so we're nationally recognised by Ofqual, by uh, all the different uh, regulatory bodies in the UK for qualifications. Mm. And because we're regulated, it's got currency, it's got transferability, so you can take it anywhere. Authenticity, do you know what I mean? Absolutely. It puts the, it bolsters almost the the side of it, doesn't it? And it it also, what it means as well is, I mean, we don't set the standards, let's be be honest. So, you know, bodies like NFCC, College of Policing, a whole range of other parties are there to define the standards. Our job is to translate them into robust, Assessments. Support people, help them reach uh, it. Helps them move yeah. on and up. You yeah. know? So that's that's what we're all about. Just development is a is a scary um, thing for people that are perhaps in, in a little bit more of a fixed mindset. I wanted to speak to you finally, and I know we're going to have a proper chat at some point in the near future. Yeah. Apprenticeships. Yes. Try and give me a whistle because some people hear apprenticeship. They have a, a connotation of age relation. They're like, no. I thought that was just for 16-year-olds. No, no. Or no. they hear apprenticeships and they go, oh, you mean minimum wage? No. Or they hear, and it, no. there's lots of this confusion slash negative connotation. Slash, yeah. I know it in, in a soundbite. Help, help me dispel that. And I know okay. it's something we're going to come on to okay. in the future. So we'll talk about it at length, I'm quite sure. But apprenticeships are actually a phenomenally good way to learn why you're earning. Yes. So what you're doing is you are having practical exposure to the workplace. So your learning is at depth. You know, you're not just sitting in the classroom learning something. You are actually putting it into practice day to day. So for like a kinesthetic learner, you're totally, they can actually see the totally, end product of what totally, they're doing totally, rather totally. than a constant um, lecture of, imagine this, no, it's not imagine that. Oh, God, do it for yeah, do it for and they compile experience, Absolutely. right? So you're getting the full spectrum of learning experiences. Okay. And if you go across here at the emergency services, show the various demonstrations. Yes. I was just talking to a colleague. That's what we do in endpoint assessment for yeah. apprenticeships. <laughs> yeah. Exactly that. We have cutting of cars. We yeah. have at height. We have water rescue. You name it. Endpoint assessment covers the practicalities. I love as well. Just briefly, I know I, I have to stop myself getting carried away, but I know very from having some familiarity with some of the stuff that you guys do. The way that you now. Um, assess and, and validate evidence and stuff like that was really refreshing to me because I used to be used to the whole sit down write a written assessment sit down do a test whereas now yeah. it's, it's video form it's it audible uh, the, it the way that people can evidence so people that historically struggled with sitting down doing a test yeah. people that struggle with sitting and reading you know yeah. if they're more a visual learner yeah. or a kinesthetic learner yeah. you seem to now and it's for somebody like me who didn't fit the conventional box yeah it's reassuring because I felt I really limited me. I felt I really slowed down my career for maybe the first five years, yeah. having to sit down and, and write, a write a test. And I was exactly. like, ah, and now you know, it's different. That is the, that's the big change, I think. We've seen that in qualifications. I've seen it in apprenticeships across the years. When I first started in the educational world, it always struck me as a nonsense. If you want to know if somebody's good at doing something, you get them to write about it. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that? That's yeah. mad. So now you wouldn't assess an artist by saying, "Just give me two paragraphs on on how you, you do how you did that," and they'd be exactly. like, uh, "I can't really write about it. It's, it's more of a exactly. it's more of a feeling." And of course, <laughs> it's stupid. It's madness. So what we try to do is make sure the assessment is as robust and as credible and yes. as real. We're not talking about diluting it. No. no. Oh goodness me, no. If anything, no. it's a deeper test. And ironically, the the the, the people that can better do can't always necessarily articulate Absolutely and equally right. the, the people that are best teachers aren't always the best doers Absolutely so it's, right. it's finding that middle ground exactly so beautiful candice thank you so much for your time and i look forward to speaking to you soon i look forward to it thanks a lot